Miserable and Reckless, bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things the South. I am Logan, sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review wherever you get your podcast. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Stitcher. All right, Morgan, week two. We got our lineup. Why don't you give us the breakdown of how last week went, and then we'll get into the games. All right. Well, let's take a look at our week two predictions. We'll start off with everyone's scores from last week. Logan is at two and six. Right there with me at two and six. Ryan, four and four. And Dustin, uh, oh, and eight. You were too busy uh, drinking Guinness. (laughs) I'm picks. I'm going to remind you of this when I win the lead. <laughs> He's got the luck of the Irish with him. <laughs> I, can see, I can see it at the end of the rainbow. I can see it right at the end. <laughs> double, double, double jeopardy is your time to shine. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's start off with the first game here, man. We got, all right, we got Wake Forest versus Vanderbilt. Or as I like to call the SEC's ugly stepchild. Um, <laughs> ranked in, it was actually, I read an article the other day, their football stadium is currently ranked as up there with one of the worst football um, stadiums you can go to. Um, just all around shitty. And I agree. I've been there. It's <laughs> a shithole. And so is our team. They they tried everything they could to lose that game that we went to, and they couldn't even do that right. So uh, number twenty three, Wake Forest, and whoever they have at quarterback is going to come in there, and in my opinion, they're going to just whoop their ass. So um, that's my take. What about you, Justin? Uh, I heard Vandy was going to be a national championship contender in like next by next season. Um, next season. Next but that's not this season. You mean in 50 years? or <laughs> I, I heard playoff talk for next year. But this year, this year is a rebuilding year. So I'm, I'm in on Wake for this one. All right. Uh, Ryan, what are you thinking? Yeah, so there's a reason why Wake Forest at Bandy was our first game. Um, it's because it's uh, Sam Hartman's return. So he's, he's back. That's what I was hearing yesterday. All Sam right. Hartman's the quarterback for Wake. He was able to come back from his, from what I understand, he had some sort of a blood vessel situation in his shoulder, which actually sounds pretty, pretty serious when you're the quarterback. You're getting hit in the shoulder. But um, all that said, if he's going to go play at the aforementioned worst stadium and we're one of the worst in the country, it's a great town, Nashville. Um, Probably rather go Vanderbilt than Navy. <laughs> Just saying, Vanderbilt passes the ball. But uh, yeah, again, part of the reason why we got to pick this is because uh, Clark Lee is apparently winning the national championship this year. So I'm curious to see how he starts his his run to the top by beating uh, number 23 Wake Forest, Sam Hartman. And I just, uh, as a North Carolina and ACC person, I just don't see that happening. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Sam. And the rest of the Wake Forest team. If Vanderbilt wins, Dustin will get a tattoo that says he loves Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, that leaves you, buddy. Sam Hartman, Mitch Griffiths, or the water boy. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for Wake. They ain't losing this weekend. Give me the Demon Deeks. 
I think I could beat Vanderbilt by myself. Right. Well, this just been Vanderbilt. You know, if you just, just distract them and throw your your financial portfolio in the other in the other direction, let them go look at it while you go run into the end zone. Which are smart kids. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. Next up. All right. Tennessee at Pittsburgh. I hope it's not too cold for Hooker. Um, <laughs> that's an old joke. <laughs> long time fans that's the quarterback of Tennessee just so people are clear not actual street walkers Hooker <laughs> <laughs> who is actually having a good career right now at Tennessee um, was ran out of town at from Virginia Tech where he could still be playing right now but that's you know it is what it is um, I don't like Tennessee I never have never will and um, I don't care for Pittsburgh either um, but uh, I got to pick one, and I hate the SEC, so go Pittsburgh, go ACC. Ryan, what are you thinking, buddy? Just laughing at the, the spiteful bits. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, I am going to go on record. Uh, this is not new. as saying that I don't think Pittsburgh uh, has a defense. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, no. we also don't have a thirty-year-old quarterback anymore either. I uh, I'm going with Tennessee. I don't think Pittsburgh um, is is. I don't think they've got it yet. That's all. I'll leave it at that. All right, Dustin. Pitt sticking sticking with the conference. This will be one of their eight to nine wins this year. Logan. Pitt stole the game in Knoxville last year, and Kenny Pickett ain't on the sideline for uh, the Panthers. Hendon Hooker is the better quarterback in this matchup. I think Tennessee's a better team. Give me the Vols. Well, Pulling for Pitt, but give me the Vols. I mean, technically, Pickett could be on, on the sidelines. It is at Pittsburgh, and he, he does play for the so, It is I mean, true. It's the same wrong. stadium. It's not, it's not wrong, though. I mean, you might want to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are they going to have a Sam Howell moment where he's just high fiving people in the end zone? Did you guys see that the other the other week? Yeah, I saw that. Our quarterback <laughs> ran into the end zone and immediately high fived our quarterback from last year. Carolina family, you got to love it. No, you don't. You don't have to love it at all, people. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, speaking of Carolina, one of Ryan's other favorite teams, App State. Is uh playing Texas A and M. Oof, man. In College I mean, Station. Yeah. In College Station. I mean, I guess we're gonna see what kind of team App State has. You know, we're gonna go play a real team now. Um, a more all-around team, I guess, as you could say. Uh, Jimbo, you know, he's he's put together a good team down there. He's been putting together a good recruiting class down there. Um. Hopefully another school with more money doesn't have call and he go run off to that team next. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you got to pick one as the set of the one before. Uh, Logan, what do you think? Your boy Chase Bright, uh, Bryce Dustin has been playing well since he's gotten to Boone, but they ain't playing Carolina's defense this week. Give me A&M at home. Gig them. Yep. Um, I'm right there with you, man. Um, it's not Carolina's, 
you know, practice squad defense. As, uh, <laughs> Maybe not even practice squad. <laughs> hell no, no shit. A high school football team could score on that, on that defense. Um, give me, give me A and M. Ryan, as Mark Packer suggested this week on his new show, ACCPM, where he sits with a Carolina football player graduate. Um, he is in a boot currently, and he suggested to the defensive player from Carolina, I don't think your defense could tackle me in my boot. <laughs> I think he's accurate. So <laughs> thinking that, I am going to enjoy watching this. Uh, no, I won't. I'll be doing something else with my time. But I, I will. I just thought of that. But I will. Uh, I will be looking at this game, and I think that A and M will win. I hear they have better recruits that have gotten more honestly um, than another school in the South. Um, so uh, I remember there was a big kerfuffle about that earlier this year. So I think App State might actually run into the defense. And uh, you know, remember, Angle, don't get mad at App State for being good on offense. Be mad at your team for being shitty on defense. Hence the could not tackle an old man at a boot. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is accurate. <laughs> oh. um, at, at this point, I think uh, was it Grimes is his last name. He he has not shown shit yet. And he his daddy pumped his hype up so far that it's going to be, it almost makes that almost impossible to live up to. Oh, you mean Tony Crimes against offense? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Crimes. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Dustin, what are you thinking, buddy? I can't believe this is a pick. I mean, yeah. Right? Give me Jimbo got- and the boys. Dang, you pick them. State and A&M. Hey, oh, some, boy. Of these, some of these are supposed to be quick picks. Freeze right through. You couldn't pick better teams for us to pick, man. I mean, in defense, App State did put up 40 points in the fourth quarter last week. And, okay. Once again, couldn't tackle an old man in a, in a boot. So, you wanna, Do you want to just skip to where we have to pick Duke and Northwestern? Because I didn't create the schedule this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next one, we're going to talk about covering the spread here. Furman at Clemson. Wow. <laughs> well, Furman cover 44 and a half. Okay. That's um, what we're picking. Yes or no? We're not breaking down Clemson and Furman. <laughs> the other yeah. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Yes, they will. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. No, they won't. They will not even sniff that. So Clemson is not going to score 44 and a half points. I'm, sorry, I'm horrible at betting. So, yeah, no, Clemson's going to score like 70 on these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you can tell I'm not a betting person, so I don't know all these betting fucking terms. I, 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 don't, I don't gamble at all. I, I think it's pretty safe to say that all, all fours are going to say yes. I mean, right? Yeah. Dustin? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine whether or not. We're talking about Furman here, guys. Like, yeah. They're, they're different. And then the other one, if we did the bonus one with Samford and Georgia, I mean, same answer. So exactly. Like, I, <laughs> I, I think at the end of the day, combined scores is probably going to be like 150 to nothing. 
<laughs> maybe seven, three, six. So that's the interesting one, right? So if, if you bet Furman, or sorry, if you beat, now I can't talk. If you bet Clemson to beat Furman by 45, uh, yeah, 45, and you bet Georgia to beat Sanford by 55, then you would be betting that Georgia and Clemson would score a total of 100 points more than the two schools that they're playing, which adds up to a very nice round number, which is why I thought it was a funny uh, pick. Although I think yes, it's uh, I'll, I'll, Logan's I'll take Logan. both of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take both of those, yes. I agree, just because it's funny to watch the stats go by at the bottom of the screen and get really uh, like obnoxiously mad about the fact when you're hanging out with other people that it's only uh, being covered by 93. <laughs> if if anyone falls short, it's going to be Clemson's awful offense. So that's our only only thing hanging over over our heads. Logan, are you covering hundred? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Georgia covered that seventeen and a half easily over Oregon last week. Uh, they'll cover against Sanford if they want to. Only way they don't is if Kirby Smart calls off the dogs. Pun definitely intended. <laughs> I don't know. Third string, Jordan. Third string dogs are probably still could run them, run them out of the field and then some. But anyway. All right. Next up. Wow. Shit versus crap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, wow. That just, I talk about two schools I really hate. ODU at ECU. Man, PU. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, this is going to be a bore fest. I honestly think it's going to be. It's going to be one of those fucking like 14 to damn 13, 21 to 7, you know, just go go wins at 3 nothing kind of crap. You know, no one's going to watch it. No one's going to be at the game. I'll have to, the athletes probably want to be at the game. Um, I'm going, I'm going over to you. <laughs> that their quarterback actually is not half that bad. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ODU, Ryan. So I watched a decent portion of the ODA Virginia Tech game, and uh, I would agree with you that their quarterback isn't bad. Um, I will not return fire um, in making fun of your defense, even though you made fun of mine. I will simply say that East Carolina um, has working elevators. And I think even with those working elevators, I think that ODU will not be able to match coach-wise with East Carolina. And uh, I think that East Carolina will take their awesome, awesome environment that we've heard all about on this podcast. And and, and that will be enough to push the Pirates past the um, Dominions or whatever they are, the king, the king. For the record, ODU had an had assistants get stuck in that same elevator at the exact same time. It just wasn't tech, and it was at ODU, so it's you know their shitty ass stadium. So get shit that works. <laughs> is that when? Is that when someone snuck in there and stole y'all's underwear? Too? I wasn't going to bring that up. Oh uh, yeah, they apparently yeah, a bunch of. Pieces of shit broke into the uh, locker room, stole a bunch of Virginia Tech's uh, gear and money and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Logan, 
ECU, ECU. ECU is going to beat the dog shit out of ODU this weekend. Holden Naylor's is one of the top five best quarterbacks in ECU history and is going to be their all-time passing leader at the end of this season. They ECU's a bowl team. They're going to beat the dog shit out of first-year FBS team ODU. ECU isn't playing Virginia Tech. <laughs> um, Rainbow Pirates, largely because they're playing in Greenville. All right, next up, Kentucky at Florida. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky ranked 20. What the fuck? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what is he like? They're, they're literally everybody's sleeper team in the. In don't the they have a best? They got a quarterback that's going to go like pretty high in the draft, apparently, the next year. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, we all know how that allegedly works. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Florida will shit the bed. They always find a way to shit the bed. Um, is that Florida? Oh, I got to think about that one. Dustin, what do you, what's your thoughts? Uh, Florida, I mean, I know they had a hell of a week last week. Were, were they even in the top 25 to start of the year? I don't nope. think they were. I don't believe they were. That's a hell of a jump from Florida. It's like Carolina in basketball. They got to, these ESP has got to make sure that they sniff the fucking end zone by the end of the year. Yeah. They were two and a half point underdog at home against seventh ranked last week, seventh ranked Utah. And then they, they won by, uh, what was it? Three something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That still doesn't warrant a damn fucking. Yeah. That was a big jump. Um, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to do this. Not, not picking big blue. Cause you know, they don't like my team either. Um, and it is down in the swamp. So I'm going to go Florida. But I'm, I am bothered by how much they jump. And that's some brand power there. That, that they jumped in the rankings. Like, it's fair yeah. enough if you want to put them in the top 25. But all the way to 12? I mean, they're knocking on the door of playoff conversations that high. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it's really ridiculous. The APs shake things up a bunch after week one. We were the only ranked team that went on the road and won this week, and we dropped five spots. Yeah, well, I make, did see that. You got you had to make Florida get in there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it, it just means more with the SEC. <laughs> shit, shit. Ryan, I, I know you're a uh, uh, sort of a Florida fan. What's your thoughts on on Steve? <laughs> Not a Florida fan. <laughs> I know people that are Florida fans. I knew a guy that was okay. sick on okay. the for about, for about two or three years, you rooted very heavily every Saturday for Florida. Not anymore, but 10 years ago or so, you did. What are your thoughts for this weekend? <laughs> I, I, along with everybody else from 2006 to 2008, rooted for Timothy Richard Tebow. That is correct. <laughs> I think they have another quarterback who wears number 15. And I think that he's a Heisman hopeful because of that brand power. So I think that Mr. AR-15 is going to take them uh, past Kentucky, especially in the swamp. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take, uh, take Florida as well. 
on this one. It is in the swamp. And uh I like like Dustin said, it's a little, you know, I don't know how in the heck they jumped that high, but um they better own up to it this weekend. So I'm gonna say, uh yeah. Go Florida. Logan. I'm not sold that Florida's twelfth in the country, but they Anthony Richardson looked good last week. Also, I think Kentucky's running back is hurt for this week. So for those reasons, plus the fact that I saw a really cool video of 90,000 people because they were over capacity last week singing, I won't back down in the swamp. It mitigators. That's a good reason right there alone. I sing it every uh, fourth quarter, if I remember correctly. That's a, that's... All right, Dustin, man, we got your game next. Duke Ooh. at Northwestern. Chant the, the, the battle of who's got the better medical school. <laughs> maybe maybe attorneys too. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, they got both school. I mean, Duke, Duke has all around great programs for everybody. But you know, um, yeah. Being that we're all ACC here, though, and I'm rooting for Duke to have a good season with their new head coach. Man, um, I like what he's doing. Their head coach, like you said, it seems like the players are buying into it. And uh, yeah, I mean, go Duke. Yeah, I got well, nothing really bad. I got nothing bad. It's about Northwestern, you know. Yeah, I don't think too many people think about them. If I'm being honest, um, so they they were uh, they were over, you know, in Dublin for that game that we mentioned earlier against Nebraska. Um, God Frost lost this like twenty first game by less than seven points or whatever it was, uh, which was anyway. That's pretty awful. At least we're not Nebraska fans. Exactly. Um, you know, I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna play Homer, go with Duke. Northwestern's favored. Duke leads the series, I think, because they've played off and on over the years, um, and they beat them last year. I have no idea if I'm being honest how this game's gonna go, um, but I'm gonna pick Duke, and I'm obviously gonna cheer for them. Um, and you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure that rowdy uh, Northwestern crowd will be a big factor. <laughs> yeah um ryan buddy being a unc fan what is your thoughts on this one you gonna pick duke well if ar15 doesn't win the heisman then i hear that the duke quarterback who apparently hasn't thrown an incompletion yet um is just the second coming of of the great alabama hope uh riley leonard down there so uh i've seen all the articles about how he put on an offensive display against temple um I still don't think he's thrown an, uh, an incompletion. Um, I think he's got, what, like 16 complete passes in a row or something like that that I had to hear about. That was a record 15. at Duke. It was 15. not a record. It, it was not a record at Duke, but it was like well, top three. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, he's he's awesome. And plus, Logan, didn't you send us something earlier about how Chicago is a crap town anyways for football? Uh, Which, it was uh, a, it was a crap college town, crap college town. Wait, yeah. Okay, I just wanted. I to think be... Mike Ditka would have something to say about the football there, right? Yeah, but that's that's pro. That's a different conversation. That's altogether. that's basically what Northwestern is pro football. <laughs> especially with uh, especially when you take a, a a young talent out of North Carolina number two. 
but that's that's another comment for another time. I will, I will say one thing about Northwestern that always cracked me up. I think it was last year, the year before. It's towards the end of the year, cold as fuck up there. Everyone's all bundled up, and their damn athletic trainer, whose arms are bigger than my damn head, um, is out there in a short sleeve shirt, like trying to rowdy everybody up. I'm like that dude is insane. <laughs> Northwestern a couple of years ago had an active duty Navy SEAL on the football team too. I remember that and just being like, huh, I knew, I knew some of the SEALs are smart, but I just like, it makes sense. He would have gotten in there, but I just didn't know why he was playing football in Northwestern. That makes me think of that damn college movie. Was it unnecessary roughness? Yeah. Um, one of the guys who got on the team, uh, or not was, no, no, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. No, yeah, it was that one. The guy with the damn uh, karate kicks and everything. It was just a fucking <laughs> beat the shit out of people on the field. And just sort of close the loop. I think Duke will win, even though um, Portnoy from Barstool picked uh, Chicago as a bad college football town. I, I guess I'm siding with Portnoy on this particular Thing, having to go with the, uh, the 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 greatest quarterback to ever play at Duke, Riley Leonard. Potential, a lot of potential. All right, Logan, what's your thoughts, bud? I liked. I watched the Duke game last week, and I liked the energy they played. With looked like a very different <clears throat> football team from the last three years of the Cutcliffe era. The defense was swarming. And the quarterback, Riley Leonard, did look pretty good. But let's put it in perspective. They were playing Temple, who is the new UConn of the American Athletic Conference. Uh, Northwestern's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite at home. And I think Northwestern still is a, uh, a better football team right now than Duke is. Um, I think Duke covers, but I think uh, Northwestern winning. It's gonna be, this is going to be one of those picks that I make up a win this week. All right. Well, we got some other Southern notables. We got Maryland at Charlotte, which going back to my article I was telling you about with uh, shitty college football um, stadiums, Maryland and Charlotte were on that list. Uh, so <laughs> they, got that, they got that going for them. Other than probably going to be a boring game because I don't think can tune into that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yarn, that's the yarn, yarn fest right there. Uh, UNC at Georgia State. Is UNC going to go three and zero to start out the season? Who's next? East Ter- Carolina, Tennessee State Community College. I don't know, but we'd have to play them on the road too. So yeah, sure, bring it on. I, I know we don't. We don't uh, create, you play. You play the schedule you're given. I know. I know. That that you create is not Max' first year. Um, what uh, what's the total number of points in this game about 250. Georgia State can put up points, and UNC's defense is bad. <laughs> UNC's gonna win, but it's not gonna be a blowout, <laughs> I don't think. It's gonna be 44 to 42. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Georgia State's gonna be a solid Sun Belt team this year, so they're, they're gonna score some points. <laughs> Next I up, will, I will go, be ahead, go ahead, Angle. I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? I will be bartending. This is a true story, uh, and I'm not going into why. I will be bartending at a Jimmy Buffett festival that is being broadcast on Sirius Radio on XM Sirius Margaritaville, and I will be refreshing the score on this game, and I can't wait to not see the score as it just multiplies by sevens 
every single time. <laughs> like, Refresh. Oh, damn. <laughs> that is it. That is all I have to say. Oh, we got we got two other ones here though. Um, Wagner at Rutgers at four p.m. Seven point one billion gets you. Wait a minute. That that doesn't sound right. That should be and and it's on the Big Ten Network. Like something's going on here. Like can't believe that's even on television. Right. That should be twelve p.m. on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, like ESPN, like plus plus. Yeah, and yeah. like you got the double secret probation version. Where if you really, really, really want to watch it, you can find it, but you got to work hard to get it. <laughs> like, that, like the Duke game I had to watch on Facebook one time. Like it should come back. <laughs> I think this is why the Big Ten Network was screaming at us when they were uh, telling us what they were going to put on TV. Hey, it's going to be the biggest and best ever. <laughs> and then we got, to wrap this up, we got a, a good old-fashioned rivalry game boston college at virginia tech these two gone at it quite a few times over the past you know couple of decades uh no no love for each other there uh definitely have no love for them especially since 2007 maddie ice can kiss my ass all in all fairness um with that said uh boston college their offensive line was shaky uh last week and um they lost the rutgers at home exactly and as far as i'm concerned virginia tech's front seven is a lot better than rutgers front seven and um i'm just hoping that virginia tech they they use last week's game and, and take that and um just have all the energy they got and put it in and uh, into that offensive line and, and make sure that their quarterback sees the uh the dirt most of the day um, but you know it is Virginia Tech right now, and if they play like they did last week, Boston College will probably have a fun day. So. <laughs> you know they always say you gotta you gotta uh, I guess you gotta travel through the mud to, to get to the green pastures. So um, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun season for Tech. Not really. It's gonna be. <laughs> Thoughts? Anyone else? At least it's at home. Yeah, at I, night I'd, too. At night, I'd, I'd favor you in that in Blacksburg at night. I'll give you that. One last interesting storyline that's not that interesting, but uh, the NC State QB two is Jack Chambers is a grad transfer. He is the we're playing his school that he transferred from this Saturday in Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern is a forty-two and a half point underdog but they just lost by 43 points last week to Western Carolina. <laughs> so, so the state is going to look to have a field day and stretch their <laughs> muscles on, on this team. Probably. It essentially needs to be a knock the rust off and work the offensive playbook kind of game. <laughs> get some yeah. reps in, <laughs> get, get, get all your trick plays in and get them, you know, knock the rust off them to, you know, have you know the punter throw a couple of touchdowns, that kind of shit. <laughs> um, I mean, we talked last week about this, but we got our our coach's hot seat. Ryan, you wanna you wanna jump into this one? Yeah, I can do it briefly. So we talked last week about the coach's hot seat website that we found. 
um, it's we're completely unrelated or unaffiliated. I want to make sure I give them the credit for it because it's kind of funny. But it's uh, coacheshotseat.com and they rank the coaches. Uh, hadn't seen it up until last week, and they've got um, Jeff Collins still hanging tough there for Georgia Tech at number three. Uh, by the way, in case you were wondering and you didn't hear last week, uh, Scott Frost is definitely the number one coach. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Collins at three, Sark down in Texas at five. Dino Babers. What? Didn't he a first year head coach? Second year. Second, Second year. I think. Still, though. My goodness. <laughs> it's, it's probably. It's Texas, man. It's Texas. They expect winners, you know, before you even play your first year. Probably. Yeah, that proud history of winning ball. they've had um, exactly. in the past decade. <clears throat> so, Dino at Syracuse, they have one win. Everybody gets all excited about them. And all of a sudden, he's moved down from number six to number thirteen. So uh, I like that he's not completely off the off seat. But, uh, but I have to. Syracuse play this weekend? I don't remember. I don't know. It, it should. It shouldn't be a very difficult game. But I have um, to. They're playing break. UConn. Yeah, they're going to win that. I have <laughs> to break miserable and reckless protocol here and have to actually give Syracuse credit because Louisville was a trendy pick coming into the year to be a dark horse in the Atlantic. They beat them 31 to seven. The everybody knew the running back, Sean Tucker was good. He had like a hundred yards rushing, but the quarterback who didn't look that good last year, Garrett Schrader threw for 236 yards, two passing touchdowns, ran for 94 with a rushing touchdown. Hell of a day from that kid. So Syracuse isn't going to be a pushover. I don't think this year, I'm not ready to say that they're a going to compete with everybody, but they're not going to be the doormat they have been the last couple of years. I don't play them, so I don't care. <laughs> they're still awful. I could play them or not play them, and I still think they're a doormat. <laughs> I'm just preparing for the trip to... I'm just preparing for a few weeks when NC State has to go up to Syracuse to play, so I'm putting in my talking points now. <laughs> Syracuse, they're, they're a really tough team this year, guys. <laughs> After the state beats the shit out of them, they suck. <laughs> Have they gotten their eviction notice yet? Logan's <laughs> just, what is it, seeding ahead of time so he can reap what he sows, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to bore y'all. Y'all know the website, coacheshotseed.com. You can go on there and look and see. Apparently, everybody was so bored with uh, Coach Cannon down there at Navy that they moved him up from 17 to number eight. You can look for your favorite coach the coach that you feel is uh deserving and if he's not on there uh call and leave us a voicemail and, and tell us and we have no sway over this whatsoever but maybe we'll we'll argue with the uh with the website and go from there <laughs> all right well that's college football pick em week two miserable and reckless style um as always, give us five stars and a great review. Make sure you cla- uh, uh, smash that subscribe and follow button on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Uh, and in the Spotify link, you know, in the description, there's a link for you to give us a up to one minute voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. So for this episode of Miserable and Reckless, I am Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan, and we will see you next time.